Hey, I'm Jeff Graytrek, and with me I've got... Shannon Hartley. And this is Dads Dads Who Who Love Sports. Shannon, uh, tell me about your last week. Well, uh, this last weekend, this last Saturday, went to the Oregon Ducks versus Washington State Cougars, and wowzers, it was a doozy. Yeah. I mean, if you were watching the game... The, the Ducks ended up winning by two points, I believe, but mm-hmm. it came down to a, there was literally one second left on the clock, and they kicked a field goal to win it. And uh, if you don't know the Ducks, <laughs> they, they never... They don't have a kicker. You don't want it to come no. down to a field goal Their kick. kicker missed a, an extra point earlier in the game. A college <laughs> extra point from the two-yard line. Yeah, so no one was feeling good about that at the end of the game, even though it was like... A 15, 20 yard kick or whatever it was. Um, but he ended up making it, freshman, mm-hmm. um, and the stadium went crazy. Um, but there were so many bad calls at the end of the game. Ugh. They they called a false start on Oregon, and the lineman on the replay literally didn't even move. Didn't move. The same lineman who in 950, no, 959 snaps before the start of the game, he had one penalty. He had and, played and almost what? a thousand. He had played a thousand snaps, like up until that point. And that penalty that he had, I was watching that game. They shouldn't have even called it. It was a bad call as well. So he's had two bad calls called him on him, and those are his only flags his whole career yeah. so far. Future NFL. Future. Oh yeah, he'll right be. There. He'll probably be a first rounder. Yeah, that's insane. That that game is probably still classified as a heartbreaker, even though we won. Um, because it, it, you think so? Well, I'm just saying, like it, like heart wrenching at the very least. Because it's like if it came down to a field goal, when it shouldn't have come down to a field goal, we. But at the same time, it's like if if we would have missed the field goal, we would have ostracized Cristobal to the ends of hell. Oh gosh, it would have been horrible if we missed that. Horrible, field goal. but but he made it. But so, he made it, and I was right. just happy. I mean, Washington, Washington State has beat Oregon the last four years. Four years. Oregon really did have a Washington State problem. Yeah. More than that, I think they had a Mike Leach problem. And, well, yeah, because uh, the previous, like, eight or nine years, they hadn't lost to them. Yeah, so oh, it was just good for Oregon to get over that hump, even though it it was by a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. What about you? I uh, I had a good week. I didn't have anything, you know, crazy in in the sports world. But you promised our listeners a little bit of a story, didn't you? That's true. Okay. So and me, I did. I did. Um, <laughs> so last week, um, for all you kids out here listening, um, maybe this is the time to uh, you know get a get a parent to uh, screen this because it's a. Uh, it's sad. It's sad because I hit a dog with my car. What? Yeah. And um, honestly, full disclosure. Wow. I I I they were taking the dog to the vet when you know we parted, but I don't I don't know what happened um, to the dog. I I hope I hope everything's okay. Um, but I really want to talk about the owner of the dog um, because l- little recap 
recap here. I'm driving on this road. It's a uh, 35 mile an hour speed limit. So I'm probably going 38, you know, 40. Um, definitely not 45. It's, you know, it, it was between 30 and 40. Um, so still going a decent, you know, speed. And um, there's, you know, some houses on the, you know, the main, this main road. And there's like Arbavita bushes a driveway and more bushes. I could not have seen the car coming or sorry, seen the dog coming. There was no way for me to miss it. It just wasn't happening. So the event happens. It's very sad. I go to, I'm just, I go to, I'm just like, I am so sorry. And I go to, and the guy, the owner says, looks me right in the eyes and goes, it's not your fault. He's like, it's not your fault. You did nothing wrong. And um, let me get your information to help pay for damages. Wow. What composure. Right? I mean, the guy could have been irate. Exactly. He, I mean, he just maybe lost his dog. Maybe. And instead... His, his dog... Uh, his is dog injured? Has, yeah. His dog has probably run out like that a few times, though. Yeah. And, you know, this probably wasn't the first time his dog ran out like that. But good guy Greg here, good guy Greg is what we're calling him, is... He, he was just, he was cool. He was, he was calm. He, he composed himself and he was just like, this is, this happened. It sucks, but it wasn't my fault. And I, like, he could have been just yelling at me and just ripping me a new one, even though it wasn't my fault. And instead, um, he was just, he was, he was apologetic to me and which, you know, I felt terrible, but also in hindsight, like I, I kind of needed that. Cause it was, yeah, it, it kind of wrecked me for that, that afternoon. Oh Were you by yourself or? I was with my daughter who's one and a half, almost two, um, which made it hard cause you get out of the car and she sees a dog and thinks it's the yeah. cutest thing in the world. And it was just, uh, she moment. was not reading the room very well. <laughs> she was Doggy. puppy, puppy. Um, but, um, I, th- I honestly wholeheartedly believe that the dog could be okay. I just, I don't know the guy. Yeah. I, I, we didn't actually exchange, you know, information because my car, um, you know, for all intents and purposes was fine. Um, and he was just, he was just so kind about a terrible situation that just happened to, you know, his, his family pet. So that, wow. that sucked, but I really just wanted to shout out that it, it really restored a little bit of faith in humanity, that there's people out there that, are still just good people, even yeah. in crappy situations. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. Let's get into uh, another story that we have from our fantasy football league. Uh, we have a dynasty league going right now, and we had um, a little bit of disagreement um, within the league, and. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of become, it kind of popped back up. This happened a while ago, but it popped back up kind of as a problem because yeah. this this player that we're talking about was a backup, but now he is in a starting role, playing very well. So Jeff, do you want to? Take yeah, it from let me there? let me let me give a little bit of backstory. Is this was what three four weeks ago? I think it was longer uh, than that. It might have been. Let's, uh, let's just say seven. a month, maybe a little okay. bit more than a month. About a month ago. Um, a trade goes through in our fantasy league on a Friday or Saturday. Not quite sure, but multiple players were involved. One of the players involved in the trade had played on Thursday. So the trade actually couldn't go through until um, 
uh, Tuesday after the waiver wires had cleared. And they were, everyone was fine with that. You know, nobody needed the players to be, you know, playing this Sunday. Everyone was kosher with that. Problem was between Sunday and when the players cleared the waivers um, on Tuesday, one of the teams had a person on their injured reserve that went from out to questionable. And when that happens, you can't make any roster changes at all until that player is removed from the injured reserve and put on the roster, on their active roster. But their active roster was full. So the trade couldn't go through unless the team dropped somebody. And so instead of going, asking and reaching out to the commissioners and saying, hey, can you, you know, because we were able to like force trades through or just manually add players in, um, instead of doing that, they went to the group thread and said, hey, everyone, this is what happened. I'm just going to drop a player and all y'all just can uh, just leave him be and I'll pick him up on uh just, on waivers. just ignore that he's there. Yeah, just ignore these on waivers. Here's my situation. Um, yeah. yeah, just ignore it. Let me pick him back up. This was on a Monday morning or was it Tuesday morning? Still, weekday morning before 8 a.m. this message goes out. Two people in the league give like a thumbs up non-commissioner people in the league just okay sounds good just two random nice people yes very <laughs> just very, very kind very kind people. souls and uh immediately when i wake up you know an hour later or whatever and i see it go back through the message and i i highlight on facebook messenger you can reply to messages straight through in there i highlight it and go no so you can't do that. Yeah, I immediately saw it too, and I was like, mm, I think we should play within the rules of the app. Yeah, like, no. Because that's what you do? That's exact. That's what you do. Or you don't drop the player. Or you ask the, the commissioners first. Yeah, ask the commissioners, take a league vote. Yeah. That didn't happen. Nope. He got thumbs up from two people, dropped it, and then... And we're not saying it's his fault either. I am. I mean... He okay. should... He. I didn't drop him. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's like he got an unfortunate, you know, hand of the cards from the way the app is set up. It was just a, a kind of a trifecta when the trade happened, when the waivers happened, and when an injury report was listed. All three things had to go not in his favor for this to happen, and they all went that way. But he's yes. the one who I just who don't dropped. think this whole thing was his fault, how it blew up. But we'll oh, get sure. To, we're getting to that. Yes. And so I don't know if we mentioned the player. We haven't. Latavius Murray. Who was pretty much not doing anything for a while. No. He and was now a, he's putting up 30 a game. Yeah. He was a, a solid handcuff to somebody who had a Kamara, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, like, yeah, solid handcuff. Um, you know, putting in my own, um, you know, uh, situation here to, to kind of give a contrast here. I have Saquon Barkley. I also have Wayne Gallman. There's Ball no way guy. I'm dropping like Wayne in this kind of scenario because I also have just a bunch of just low-level bench people. We have 26 roster spots. I can find someone else to drop other than dropping my star player's handcuff, hoping that everyone's just going to be cool and let them sit on waivers. It brought hellfire down Did. on our league <laughs> we it, uh it, it 
became very divisive, divisive, and uh, yeah, there were um, there were two sides pretty much. There were the people who were for it being okay, and there were the others who were pretty much not okay with it. Those preaching kindness and just general, you know, hey, like it happens, like we're just going to be, you know, you know, just accepting of of you know this person's situation and how oh, that sucks that the way the app's set up that way the app's broken you know it's a glitch in the system all of those things are you know not true and then there were the people like shannon and i who were like yeah you shouldn't have done that <laughs> because uh now i'm gonna put a claim in for latavius murray because even though he was a backup He's with 26 roster spots, solid bench player. And he's a really good running back. Super good running back. He's just got Alvin Kamara in front of him. Yeah. So if Kamara goes down at all, or if they just want to rest him, you're going to play Latavius Murray because he's in the Saints offense and he's going to put up 20 plus no matter what, probably. It's, it's, I have Aaron Jones. Someone else has Jamal Williams. If somebody drops Jamal Williams, I mean, Aaron Jones is just killing it for the Packers right now. But, like, Jamal Williams is a solid player. Anything happens to Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams is, is an RB1. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, RB1, RB2. It it honestly, it threatened the integrity of our entire league for a few days. We had people dropping out of the thread, sending private messages. Two people dropped out of the thread around that time. Yes, two and a half. I got one back. That's true. <laughs> I got one back. This one that I got back... Um, I happened to be playing him that week and, and, you know, we also talked about, you know, in all fairness that, you know, the, the league's not fun if it's not fun for everyone. Yep. You know, we, everyone has their own sides. I just, I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that, that we were the, we were being outrageous that, that because this person dropped him. Sorry. Our, our yeah. character was, uh was being undermined, I, I would like to say. Yeah, it really was. It was being questioned. Our character was under question for wanting to play within the rules. Yes, within the way that ESPN Fantasy app is set up. Fast forward three weeks, okay? It's it's an, an unspoken slash spoken agreed upon in our thread we just don't talk about it because it's it's heated. It's like politics, apparently, where Latavius Murray is the you sitting president. You don't talk about it at Thanksgiving. You do not talk about <laughs> the two things you don't talk about at Thanksgiving. Politics and, and Latavius, Latavius Murray. Murray. <laughs> <laughs> so true. If you haven't had that happen at your Thanksgiving, are you even that thankful? Grandpa, shut up about <laughs> Latavius. <laughs> So true. I remember <laughs> saying that last year. <laughs> but that also, like, honestly points out how it was we, – we joked about how Latavius Murray, of all people, was tearing apart our league. Yeah, well, and, okay, so if Latavius Murray would have been putting up 30 points a game, no one would have allowed him to be dropped at right. that time. Right. But because even I was like – at one point I was like, it's okay this one time – Fine, whatever. I finally gave in, and I was like, he can have Latavius Murray, no problem. This is the only time, though, and now we know going forward how this is going to be handled. For the record, and I was never supportive of that. Jeff, uh, I stood, I stood my ground. <clears throat> At very uh, admirable on your behalf, though. Yeah, um, I was being kind. 
I don't think I was being unkind. I was just like, you're wrong. We're right. And I'm not going to concede on that matter. And I think that as a co-commissioner, I shouldn't. But sorry, carry on. Um, We should say that both commissioners were, it was you and the other other commissioner was very hesitant. And we officially were, were both saying that that no Latavius Murray is available to be picked up whoever gets him gets him but we were also willing to play within the realm of the app where other players were higher on the waiver claim list than we were yeah so whatever would happen would happen but there is no way that um that I or I think any of the other the rest of the group would have been okay with Latavius Murray going being dropped at that point if he would have been putting up even 15 points a game. He was averaging 12, at the point 15 points a game. under six points a game. Yeah, it's because he was scoring n- nothing at the time. Yeah. So flash forward three, four weeks, and there's a matchup in our league against uh, Team A, Latavius Murray uh, team, <laughs> and Team B, the most outspoken proponent of us letting that Team A. Probably one of the two most One of the two, although the other one has recanted. Oh, wow. Yes, recanted and said that he he wished he would not have done that. He And I quote, he said he has now been seeing ghosts. It's the same <laughs> Samuel Darnold. Sam Darnold? Samuel L. Darnold. He's in our fantasy league? He, uh, <laughs> uh, no, the, the, the <laughs> team owner. Yeah, he played Sam Darnold. Yes, That's uh, right. has, has uh, a little bit story. recanted. Uh, maybe not full on, but, but slightly. Okay, so Team A, Tavius Murray, dropper and re-picker-upper. He got him back, albeit legally within the app slightly nefarious but there was well, it's a story for a different day that's for a live podcast we'll tell that after the credits team b big proponent of of team a being able to retain latavius murray from weeks ago big proponent it's three weeks later they're playing alvin kamara also putting our our character under question <laughs> yes calling us names <laughs> i don't want to get into that we can take it but but we'll put it in our podcast <laughs> i want to say that if if we had had our way and there wasn't a slightly nefarious way of team a re regaining latavius murray team a would not have gotten latavius murray me no or two other teams that said no i'll take him would have had him on our bench this matchup happens Wrapping up the story here. Matchup happens. Team A plays Team B. Latavius Murray single-handedly takes down Team B. If he did not have Latavius Murray, there was no bench combination of points that could have been substituted in. It absolutely led to a straight-up L for Team B. And that's why you play within the rules. Sweet, pure justice. Yeah. It's a sweet L. Just a sweet, sweet L. Great L. Just beautiful. (laughs) It just, I mean, it really just goes, I mean, it's it's classic, you know, pick up basketball. The ball never lies. Mm. And in that case, it was a ball carried by Latavius Murray through the end zone multiple times. It's true. It's so true. So let's get into some NFL talk outside of fantasy. Um, 
MVP rumors are starting to spread, and uh, I wanted to hear your thoughts on who you think frontrunners are right now. I think um, my three frontrunners um, are Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Wow. Michael Thomas. I know. I think that it's hard because when when you, in the NFL when you get into the NF the uh, MVP talk, it's really hard not just to talk about quarterbacks, because if if money talks, then money says that quarterbacks are always going to be the most valuable player on the team, and and okay that's that's fine and dandy. But in Michael Thomas's case. Drew Brees is one of the is going to be a Hall of Famer. He's the all time leading NFL uh, passing yards passing, and yeah. touchdowns. Did he pass them or not yet? Uh, I don't know. He's about getting touchdowns, there. But no, definitely he hasn't passing yards. He wouldn't. Yeah, he would. He would. He's on track, and he would have been if he wasn't doesn't didn't uh, you know get injured and has he's starting this week. But who's in front of him for passing touchdowns? Is it uh, Manning? Peyton. Yeah, Peyton Manning. Um, so money talks, sure, but I like to put Michael Thomas in. I wanted to put Michael Thomas in there because you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback, and then you've got a second string quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, and Michael Thomas is still putting up good numbers. So most valuable player on the t- on the on the Saints didn't need the most valuable Saints player because I think Michael Thomas is the most valuable player. Alvin Kamara goes out, Thomas still steps in. That's a toughie. So I mean, Kamara and Michael Thomas. I think that if if they we're got three talk, MVPs, they, on that they team really though. do. They really do. <laughs> but I think Russell Wilson's is putting up amazing, amazing stats. You know, he he held out. I think kind of the best way you could hold out um, as far as contract goes. He said, "Hey, before you know, mini camp starts in uh, you know April or May or whatever it is, we're either going to get a long term contract or we'll talk about it at the end of the season." And literally the night of, you know, we got it done, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> we got, creepiest video of him and Ciara, oh, right? That's so good. So just sexy voice, oh, Russell Wilson. Just hit. We got it done, Seattle. We got it done, Seattle. And so go Hawks. <laughs> go Hawks. <laughs> I think though he held out the right way, and he's putting up numbers to, you know, to defend it. Patrick Mahomes is he's injured right now but he's the reigning MVP and he's still <laughs> the games that he's played in he's been phenomenal so my you think he can still win if he com- if he comes back um next week or the week after yeah i don't think missing two or three weeks um is going to hurt him because he still has the potential to put up 13 amazing weeks where Russell Wilson has played great but he hasn't played you know amazing all eight weeks yet you know so I think those are my top three for the uh, MVP. I would have to say, um, I want to say Christian McCaffrey is probably my my front runner right now. Okay. Um, Just with Patrick Mahomes out, I don't, uh, you know, Russell's up there, but I just see, if, if the Panthers didn't have Christian McCaffrey, where would they be right now? They, man, they would really be struggling. So... What he is able to do is just amazing to watch. He is, uh, he's so fun to watch. He can catch. He can run. I mean, run. he'll run through people. He'll run around people. Doesn't matter. And he's got just as good as hand, of hands as any receiver. Um, so he's amazing. Um, Russell Wilson's up there as well. Um, I want to throw in 
Tom Brady as well, just because he's the GOAT, and I feel like he should Thomas off. Edward Brady. Thomas Edward Brady. <laughs> he Classic <should>. Teb. <laughs> of course, leading the undefeated uh, New England Patriots. Um, and, uh, yeah, obviously he's just consistent. Him and Russell are the two quarterbacks I kind of have in that spot right now. But uh, Christian McCaffrey is my leader at this moment. Okay. That's that's yeah I, I my one rebuttal to that would be that while Christian McCaffrey is putting up amazing numbers um I don't think the Panthers are as legit as a, as, as these other teams um and I know the Chiefs have lost what three in a row I know that you know I said bef- earlier in the week we'll get to it later or last week um We'll get to it later when I talk about the Panthers uh, Niners matchup and how the, the Panthers were the real deal. But um, we'll yeah, get to, we'll totally. get to, we'll get to that later. Um, but oh, also, Christian McCaffrey is is definitely the Panthers MVP. He's putting up amazing numbers for the Panthers and for the you know the league as a whole. But I just don't see him single handedly helping lead the Panthers to the playoffs. Well. Yeah, probably not. Um, not if Cam doesn't come back. Yeah, if uh, Cam comes back sometime soon. Different story. Absolutely different story. Yeah, if they well, can get a, and if, if Cam comes going. back, if twenty fifteen Cam comes back, <laughs> or even true. twenty end of twenty fourteen, beginning of twenty sixteen, if twenty eighteen, end of twenty seventeen. I mean, if that Cam comes back, there's no hope. Gosh, I really want him to, and I'm obviously I'm a big Oregon no, fan. Don't. But I've always like loved Cam Newton. I don't know why. He's just like a bigger than, uh, larger than life type of like athlete to me. And he uh, just we're gonna seems... pause the podcast for some prayer here because <laughs> Shannon needs some prayer. <laughs> he just seems like a cool dude, man. And a super cool... athletic. I kind of want to be Cam Newton. <laughs> um, hey, but so our final episode of Dad, <laughs> you love sport. But what? as a last. As uh, can we oh also gosh. throw in the the whole Patriots D for MVP? I was thinking that seriously. <laughs> can we can the Patriots defense special teams win MVP? I don't think so, but that would be cool. It could win an ESPY. Can they? They could make one up for them. Well, the whole team I think would have to win the ESPY. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year SP, the Patriots defense. I mean, the Niners have been stout too, though. Niners D. Not yeah, yeah. But they haven't been putting up the fantasy numbers like New England. We literally have a guy in one of our fantasy leagues that's winning, winning every week pretty because much because of, of the Patriots defense. Patriots D. Which he picked up, I think, week one off the waiver oh, wire. Gosh. I should have. Uh, we I'll, don't get like, in, I'll get into this later. But I, I honestly think, though, they could absolutely win an SB. Yeah, we'll see. It could happen. Let's <laughs> nominate that. Let's tag. Okay. Um, so the next thing we have on the list to talk about college football playoff race um there's a few teams who lost this week um, yeah opening up um some top positions one of them being oregon moving up to number seven um oklahoma dropping behind them um losing to kansas state losing to kansas state and then uh, who was the other team that dropped out I'm trying to think um, oh was gosh. it michigan notre dame Michigan beat Notre Dame. Was that right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
So yeah, they also moved back and uh, yeah. So Oregon, I mean, right now, if they can run the table, SEC teams are going to beat themselves up. Ohio State still has to play Penn State. So there's, I mean, there's a really good chance if Oregon runs the table, is able to beat Utah, that they could make the playoff. I I absolutely agree, and this is what I was um, I was uh, talking to someone else. Well, actually, it was in our thread and in in our you know fantasy football. Is I think Oregon controls our own destiny, um, and I think Florida controls their own destiny. They do. I think LSU absolutely controls their own destiny. Alabama controls their own destiny. But that's three SEC teams, and I think that. Of those three, they all control their own destiny, yes, but only one gets in because Florida wins out. They meet either if if all – well, LSU and Alabama play this weekend, so one of them is going to lose. I guarantee you one of them is going to lose. And Do if they play this coming weekend? As far as I know, yeah. I think LSU and Alabama are both off. Well, maybe it's their next game. It's I their think- next game. All right, so they don't play this weekend, but it's their next game. They're both off. You're right. So, um, it's okay. Oregon beats USC, fine dandy. We and no one else loses. We stay at seven. Alabama loses to LSU. They still rank they higher drop than to us. Four, yeah, five. it doesn't happen. <laughs> but the college football playoff committee has put a precedent on uh, conference champions. Yeah, which Oregon has a shot to win, and either. Only one of those three SEC teams can actually win. And Penn State and Ohio State still have to play each other. Mm-hmm. So Clemson... Whoever loses will likely drop below Oregon if Oregon keeps winning. Yes. It, because Oregon lost to a good team, and they lost early. They, I mean, Auburn barely lost to, to LSU. LSU. They lost by three. Yeah. They could have won that game. So And, and Oregon could have beat Auburn. Oh, which, my gosh. Uh, no, mm-hmm. everyone knows that they should have beat Auburn. They should have Auburn. beat They didn't, but whatever. So I think Twice that now, while we need, while we need a, a little bit of just, you know. Dyer was down. We need a little bit of help. I still think that Oregon controls their own destiny. I think that everyone in the top seven, uh I, I even, think top seven because I, I don't think even, Georgia controls their own destiny, and I don't think Utah does, and the, nor, nor does Oklahoma, who are the only one loss. I honestly think that Minnesota also controls their own destiny. No, whatever. Eight, Get no. Out of here. They play in the Big the Ten. They play in the Big Ten, and they go undefeated. Yeah, well. If they go undefeated, there were two years in a row, I believe, that one was a yeah, – so Wisconsin versus Ohio State – that if Wisconsin would have won the conference championship, there would have been no reason not to, even though Ohio State was the better team. You, uh, I like that the college football playoff committee puts an emphasis on conference champions. Yeah, that they're saying point. that if you, if Minnesota wins out conference champions and and Ohio State has one loss in the conference championship, Ohio State's out. Yeah, Minnesota's in because they went to their own. It's a playoff with it's a playoff within the playoff is how the college football playoff committee is determining it. Yeah. So I think there's about eight teams that control their own destiny. Sorry, Southern Methodist University, you don't control your own, own destiny and undefeated. Yep. Yeah. Well, we will see how things pan out. Yeah. So let's talk about predictions for this upcoming week. 
we don't have too many huge games. I think Georgia Florida would be the biggest one. That is a that's a really good game. Man, Georgia's still eight. I know. Oh, well, I guess they only got one loss, but they lost to South Carolina. I know. It's kind of they should be. They're in front of uh, Oklahoma, aren't they? Um. Yes, they are because Oregon's seven and they're eight. Florida six. But uh, who did Oklahoma just lose to? They Kansas just lost State. To, oh yeah, that's right. Well, they're four and they were four and two now five and two I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Kansas State has a has a decent program. The nice the thing about a Power Five conference for me is, even if you're Vanderbilt in the SEC, you're still in the SEC. You're still playing these amazing teams. It's just hard when you have like a, a Boise State or a Fresno State or a, you know, a Hawaii or something where you can have an amazing year that half of the teams you play in your conference are not at the same level. A few are. Let's yeah. not discredit that there can be some, you know, FCS teams that, that are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same caliber. It's just not. I don't know why, but that's kind of like what I think of Minnesota. <laughs> like I feel like people forget they're in the Big Ten. Yeah. I feel like people well, treat them like a Boise State. People forget that Rutgers is in the Big Ten. Yeah. That that Rutgers what, is trash. Vanderbilt's in the SEC. That uh, oh gosh, who was in the ACC? Boston College. You know. Hey, sometimes they got some really good teams. I too remember Doug Flutie. <laughs> Didn't we both say like we think it'd be really cool to go to Boston College? Yes, we did. <laughs> Privately, we have both said that's. And that, then we like talked about that with each other, and we were like, "What? That's crazy like, that we why both thought we, that." Why aren't we going to Matt Ryan's alma mater? <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's Doug Flutie's. So he owns that school. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so what other games do we got going on? This, well, Oregon this at week? USC, which is, I mean, USC is just, you know, they're unranked, but it's still USC at USC. They've got the one of the best rece- uh, receiving cores in the nation. Mm-hmm. So they're always dangerous, and they always have, you know, three quarterbacks that are really that can just sling the ball. So even if it's their second or third string quarterback, they can uh, they can really uh, throw it. Yeah, I mean, other, you know, big matchups are, you know, Virginia Tech at Notre Dame. Um, we Notre said, Dame's got that. Yeah, both 5-2. and two. At Notre Dame, though. That's true when you're playing in South Bend. But um, Kansas State at Kansas. We've got a little... Uh, I'll go with Kansas State coming off that big win. You don't think Les Miles can pull it out in Kansas? No. Yeah, me either, but I just thought it was funny. <laughs> what do you... Uh, this, is a, this is a pretty uh, good game, uh... You got Clemson and Wofford. Who you got? Well, Clemson's got the line at 47. So you know I'm putting a dollar on Wofford. <laughs> hey. They, oh, and I can't. It's college. <laughs> you know what? They were exciting in uh, March Madness this year. It's so true. They were. Now I'm going to go Clemson. Um, I, I Utah, think that, Washington. That's I a good game. I think Washington could upset Utah. That's a good Pac-12 game. Which, I, I think that too, actually. Okay, we've talked about this before, and I've had this as more um, – well, it's one of my nope. It's it's one of my my hot takes. So I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Can't talk about it right now. But I've got I've got some thoughts on the Utah Washington that I'll get to in our hot takes later in the episode. I just I'm I'm a huge fan of Chris Peterson and uh, his teams. I mean, they can win any game pretty much. So they can um, also lose any game. <laughs> not really. They don't lose that often. But um, they They're only five and three. They only lose to. Like, didn't they lose to Cal? 
Cal's a really good defensive team. And that game was being played until like 5 in the morning or something. So true. It was just a weird game. Um, but if Utah loses a game before the Pac-12 championship, I think it's probably against Washington. I don't think it's going to be against USC. Well, they already they already lost to USC, actually. Yeah. But I think they might lose this game to Washington. Yeah. Which doesn't... I mean, Oregon is a kind of a shoe-in for the Pac-12 North. They'd yeah, have to lose point. out, and Washington would have to win out. Something like that. Something drastic would have to happen. Yeah, they're ninety-nine percent sure. The championship. Yeah. So that's what I got. So I've got I've got Auburn over Ole Miss. I've got Washington over Utah. I think that it's in it's in Seattle. Um, I've got Georgia over Florida. Honestly. Just because I want Florida to lose, because there's someone in our fantasy football league who's a huge Florida fan, and was just talking a bunch of Washington State trash this week, um, and I just want to see Florida lose. Yeah, I mean, and they're they're both they're both solid teams. I think historically I would have wanted the Gators, but just right now I'm just mad. I was looking up Bobby Boucher jerseys for Halloween, and their jerseys are so similar to Florida jerseys. Same colors. <laughs> Dude, you should totally do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, of the top 25, what's your upset of the week? Um, other than we both talked about Washington over over Utah. Other than those games? Other than those games. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to say... I got mine. I'll go mine first. I would actually pick Virginia Tech over Notre okay, Dame. I was if I would... say the same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Yeah. I think that Michigan picking apart Notre Dame showed them that anybody can pick them apart yeah. because Michigan also can be picked apart by they're they're honestly they're a champ. Michigan's a championship level team that always ends up with. About two losses, and they're two wins away from a playoff berth. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I I think Notre Dame's gonna win, but if I had to pick an upset, I would say it would yeah. be Virginia Tech over Notre Dame. I agree. So, moving on to basketball, what we know after week one, NBA time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, can I take? Can I have? Uh, I need. I need to take one hot take. Take back. Okay, go ahead. Well, tell the people what your hot take was. I don't need to tell the people what the hot take was. <laughs> Charlotte will not be the three seed in the East. In the East? They What's, will not be the three seed How'd they the start East. out so far? I mean, um, you know, they're, they're one and three. One and three. It's a solid start for the three, three seed. They're one and three. Yeah. Okay, the three seed right now, though, is Toronto at three and one. So, I mean, technically, I was right that five games will separate <laughs> three and the seven seeds, which I stand by that. I stand by the East being competitive because they're not as good. Yeah. So what do we know after the first week of uh, – what do we think we know after the first week? I think the Warriors are looking really badly um, without Klay Thompson. I, I think I mean, a lot of people – 134 in New Orleans yesterday. Yeah, but they just haven't been playing well overall. And uh, I just, yeah, they don't look the same without Clay Thompson. I think they're really missing him on the defensive end. That's their only win. So. Yeah, that's their only win. Um, 
and I think this season just might be a struggle without without Clay. Yeah. I would also say the Lakers uh, are looking really good, and that's surprising me how well that they are meshing so quickly mm-hmm. with LeBron, AD, and Dwight Howard is having a resurgence in his career. Um, it makes it a little easier when he doesn't have to be the guy, and because uh, he's got AD there, which we just saw AD stats for tonight. He put up forty points and twenty rebounds. My God, do you <laughs> that have man your is fantasy a basketball? Beast. No, yeah. but I do have the number one scorer in the league, Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm, Checked mm-hmm. it today. He, he was leading. I got Trey Young, so. Solid. Solid. He out two weeks. Out two weeks. That's super Right sad. ankle. Okay, I think that my takeaway is that the Sixers are legit. Oh, yeah. I think they're, they're actual. I mean, <clears throat> they were legit last year, but I think what we're seeing is what Brett Brown has done is, is we've trusted the system. And the system is working. And I think that's good. I think that San Antonio is not as good as their record reflects. I agree with that. They're 3-0. I think they're definitely a playoff team, um, but a 7 or 8 seed, maybe 6. But they're – I mean, granted, okay, granted the difference between uh, 1 seed and an 8 seed is 1 game (laughs) – but yeah. I still think that the San Antonio is not as good as their first um, start. Neither is Minnesota, but they're still, you know, both good teams. Dallas is looking very competitive. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is looking competitive. But I don't think that'll last with Minnesota. No. Even though people are talking about Carl Anthony Towns, Cat, mm-hmm. for MVP this year. I mean, are they talking about it out of Eden Prairie? We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cat will win uh, the MVP of the league. No, I do not. No. <laughs> so, one of the best things in sports, Game 7. seven. Game 7, World Series, tomorrow night. Check this. It's 3-3, obviously, because it's going to Game 7. Good math. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Nationals won six World Series games. Six road wins. That's crazy. I don't think that's happened ever. Probably not. Six road wins. The Nationals, first two, then they got swept at home three in a row, and then they win tonight, beating Verlander. Strasburg becomes – he's up there amazing. with uh, um, with Randy Johnson, five wins in a postseason. Like, yeah. he, and, and I think Scherzer's – there were reports that he's, he's feeling better – and so he's um, he's going to probably pitch Game 7. I mean, at this point, back spasms or not, it's Game 7 of the World Series. If you can physically handle it and throw the ball, you're going to play. Yeah. Guys, I am excited for this Game 7. And I do not get excited about baseball until, I mean, I might get excited when it's like the last few games of the World Series. But it's been a really a, fun World Series. And this has been a really good World Series as well. Um, and I haven't been watching every game, but I've just been kind of following. Um, and I know some of the players, as we talked about, because I had some of them on um, in fantasy baseball this year. So it's just been, yeah, it's really fun to watch. The pitching is amazing. And uh, these teams, I mean, it's just been back and forth. 0-2, mm-hmm. 2-2, um, 3-2, 3-3. And now we go to the game seven. And well, the f- Houston won the three games pr- in Washington pretty handily. But, I mean, the series has been so back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, 2-0 and then oh, three in a row and then yeah, oh two. It's a it's an odd back in the fourth two, though two, because it's three two. It's big swings, not little swings. Yeah, you know swings, it's not boom 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 boom. It's boom yeah swings. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good game tomorrow in Houston. Scherzer, uh, Scherzer is starting, right? I think so, but I don't know if they've uh, if they've announced it. The reality Corbin is, maybe? it's game seven. Everyone's available. Yeah, everyone's available. Short rest doesn't matter if you can throw the ball, and it be good. You're gonna do it because you've got the next three months of, of rehab, and everyone's shooting for a World Series, and everyone wants to play in that game too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> So tune in tomorrow for that game. Yeah, five o'clock Eastern in Houston. I'm guessing Houston's favored, but I get I, my guess is Garrett Cole pitches on short rest. Um, again, at the time of recording, unconfirmed, but I would guess it's Cole Scherzer. Um, that would be my guess as well. Yeah, which honestly I think that probably the only person truly unavailable. Would be Verlander, or the two people would be Verlander and Strasburg. Pitch tonight, yeah. They pitch tonight, but even then, they can pitch an inning. Maybe they can pitch, yeah, two innings or one batter. One batter, yeah. So, okay, we've got a new Addition. segment. New yes, segment. new segment to the episode, which trying it out. is yeah, we're trying out. See what happens. See yeah. what the the viewers like. Uh, do we call it random high school sports? Random high school or just high school sports? Uh, I like I like random. We got random a, high school sports. Yeah, so, random high school sport selection of the week. <laughs> yes, we'll come up with some acronym that's HISS. <laughs> <laughs> high school interleague sports selection selection HISS <laughs> of the week. <laughs> um, and what we're gonna do is um, we talked about earlier Carl Anthony Towns. You know the talks about him being MVP, um, and I said, well, is it anything outside of Eden Prairie? Eden Prairie is a suburb of the Twin Cities in Minnesota, and they are, um, we're going to talk about the high, the Minnesota High School Football Championship. Because why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? Exactly. There's a million reasons. <laughs> million reasons. So... Aiden Prairie has made it to the championship game the last three years. Dynasty. 2016 runner-up, 2017 winners, 2018 runner-up. 2018, they played Lakeville North, also a suburb of the Twin Cities, from the Lake Conference of the Minnesota High School State Athletic Association, I think. Wow. I think that's Mahasa. <laughs> we got a bunch of burb boys. Burb boys. So what we're doing is we're profiling um, those two teams, and we're basically taking our predictions on who's going to win. There's 28 teams in the playoff bracket for their 6A um, championship in Minnesota high school football. I'm taking Eden Prairie. I'm thinking they go 4 for 4 for the championships um, in making it to the champions. But, well, what do you think? Let me let me hear what you got. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Lake Boys. I'm gonna go with Lake Lakeville South. They beat him last year. Why won't they beat him again? Okay. Well, Lakeville South and Lakeville North. Don't get those two confused. Who won last year? North. North won last year, but Lakeville, Lakeville South is a one, one seed. seed. Ooh. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Which I'm going to go on a limb here. I could be wrong. I'm not checking this. I'm going to go on a limb and say that Lakeville South and North are close to each other. (laughs) And that um, Lakeville South is closer to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to agree with you on that. Okay. All right. Um, And I'm also going to say that uh, Lakeview North is probably closer to Canada. Mm, astute observation. Probably a lot closer. Oh. <laughs> than Much South closer. To Mexico. Yes, I think that is also a good. So Lakeville North won their first matchup against Hopkins, forty-two-seven, and Eden Prairie um, beat Anoka slash Legacy Christian Academy. I don't know, sixty-two twenty-four. I'm going. I'm saying Eden Prairie um, beats. Lakeville North in a rematch of the 2018 championship. All right. Yeah, I'm going with North. Okay. We're going to do a little bit of a social media experiment and pit those high schools against each other. We'll see who responds. Yeah. So um, the most tweets will get a special shout-out, maybe a special gift, a little video. Maybe we – Most tweets, most retweets. Yes. Yes, all of that jazz. Um, I honestly feel like whoever it wins, somehow we try to get in contact with the principal of the school after it all. And we just go all in. You know what? We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. But nothing is off the table. We might get zero response. <laughs> True. We might get flown out for the championship game. We may. <laughs> when is it? Uh, November 29th. I'm free. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm still stuffed from Thanksgiving. So true. Oh, it's Friday. It's day after. Civil War is on the 30th, though, so we got to be back. All right. All right. Hot takes. Lakeview North versus Edenville. Versus Edenville. In the Minnesota High School State Football Championships. (sighs) I, uh... You you start with, with your hot take. My hot take... Do I need to do the take backs? Yes. Well, you already did one take-back. Take How many take-backs you got? No, I'm not. Okay, well, I was going to say take-back with the Charlotte. Um, and that uh, I still think the Niners are overrated. I'm not taking that one back. Even if it comes down to they win out, they go 16-0, and and they lose in the playoffs. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I don't think. My hot take is the Pac-12 is the best conference in college football but we don't get recognized because we beat up on each other. That overall, there's 12 teams, then I say that nine of them are amazing programs. And when you've got 14 teams in the SEC and you've got six of them as great programs, what's the better conference? Sure, maybe you've got better a better team in the SEC, but a better conference? No. I stand by, my hot take is that the Pac-12 is truly their namesake, the Conference of Champions. Wow. That's that's a hot take. Although everyone who's a big Pac-12, I mean, fan will say the same thing. There's times I agree, and there is times where, I don't know, I look at the SEC, specifically with football, and I'm like, Pac-12 doesn't even hold, you know, they're not even close to the SEC. But, um... Hot take. Whew. I talked about Justin Herbert getting drafted ahead of Tua. 
Man, I'm starting to think that Joe Burrow might get drafted ahead of Tua as well. Or maybe above Justin. No, no, Justin's going to get drafted first <laughs> in my mind. But that second place, I'm not so sure about. And I think it could be Joe Burrow. I think it could be Tua. There's going to take. There's going to be some, uh, some tough decisions for NFL GMs. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky went second overall, and the Bears traded up for him. So I think we're all a bunch of chumps. Here's a better hot take for me. Marcus Mariota is going to go to a team that's more offensively offensive-minded, and he is going to have a resurgence in his career and at some point, maybe next year, be comeback player of the year. Oh. Can you be comeback player of the year if you don't come back from, like, injury? I think so. Do they even have comeback player of the year? They do in the ESPYs. <laughs> <laughs> Where the Patriots defense is going to win defensive player of the year. We'll see. We will see indeed. <laughs> well, Shannon, you got anything else? That's it from me. Okay. So as we conclude here, we like to give a, a you know shout out to us in saying that follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, but a little funny anecdote. Real quick here, Shannon. Do you follow us on Twitter? On Twitter? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe? The answer is no. But it's because one of our listeners last week pointed out that uh, when I set up the Twitter account, I forgot to hit publish. Uh, so the Twitter account wasn't actually live. Not my fault. Uh, well, it is right now. <laughs> but uh, so Twitter's up and running. Instagram's up and running. A Facebook page exists. Um, but just, just just go to Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do what we're all doing anyway. But mainly follow us on Apple Podcasts and, and Spotify Absolutely. or any other streaming service yes. that you listen to podcasts. Yes. And stay tuned for next episode next week where we will have a special prize opportunity for one of our listeners. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. For Jeff Graytrek, I'm Shannon Hartley. And, and this, this is Dads Who Love Sports. Love sports.